Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to the one and only Sacred Tales Podcast. Join us for your monthly updates and news, live with your hosts, Dustin and Josh. Welcome, everyone, to the AMA. I know it's been a little while since we had our our last one. Um, You know, we've been super, super busy just... You know, with with everything that happened in this market, again, it it doesn't really affect us. It's just, you know, another excuse to just get our heads down and continue building, right? So, um, yeah, all good on our end. Um, The Certic audit obviously came back last week, as um, everyone knows. We've currently, um, we had 16 uh, fixes that we needed to make. Um, now that doesn't, that, I mean, that might sound like a lot, but I mean, it can be, you know, an insignificant thing such as like a, um, um, you know, it can be like the, the, the most minute of, of things really that you wouldn't really think about. But, um, you know, the whole point of using Certic was so that, uh, we had that really kind of deep dive into our contract and, um, you know, we want to make it as safe as possible, uh, moving forward because, you know, uh, we've all seen, um, you know, hacks, exploits, um, you know, you, you name it, and it's probably uh-huh. and it's happened in crypto, and it's, you know, especially in the past few months, we've seen, um, you know, a lot of security flaws and people really not taking that security seriously, and you know what that ends up doing is that means that, you know, the investors lose money, and um, you know, for everything that we're building, it's really important that we have a really strong foundation. Uh, to build on, um, you know, the last thing we want to do is, is is build a you know build it all when it falls down like a house of cards because there is a problem with um, you know the base foundations of of our contract, right? So um, yeah, this was obviously our number one priority. We paid an extortionate amount of money to Certic for it. Um, however, we managed to you know get that audit done for both of our projects. So although it was expensive. Um, you know, we, we took advantage of the situation of, of the fact that we have two two projects that, you know, we want to run the same DAO on. So, um, you know, it was good in that sense because both projects could, you know, pull their resources into the funding of it. So, you know, it's not money that was directly 100% taken from Sacred Tales or 100% taken from Instinct. It was, you know, a combination. And I think that is, you know, one of the benefits that we do have of, um, you know, having these uh, multiple projects going. Um, now, 12... Out of the 16 um, issues have been completely fixed already. Uh, we have developers working over the weekend on it, um, right You know, right this second and in, in, into tomorrow as well. Um, we anticipate that the uh, completion on our side will be done uh, Monday, end of day. Um, after that's done, obviously, all gets sent through to Certic and the engineers review uh, all the changes that we make. And, you know, at the end of the day, um, a Certic stamp of approval is a very big thing and they oh, take that absolutely. very seriously as well. So, um, you know, when, when that's all, all settled and, and cleared and, you know, hopefully um, after we send these changes on Monday, within a couple of days, maybe Wednesday or Thursday, they'll come back to us and say, you know what, this is fine or maybe just do these final tweaks and then you're ready to go. And, um, you know, that's not a, not a concern to me at all. I would, you know, rather have an audit come back and it has, these, has issues rather than not because... You know, in in this in this space, um, 
yeah. it, it's for me like it's a positive when people find these these problems before we've launched. It's another thing mm-hmm. if um, you know we have the the contract already live and that's that becomes an issue. So you know this is why we we did stall on 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 the relaunch and we wanted to make sure that um, yeah holders you know. Um, investments are safe and secure and another thing to add as well is you know some of the the, the caliber of, of investors that of course we want to bring to the project and and you know attract mm-hmm. to us um simply would not look at a project and you know until they have these kind of sufficient audits you know exactly. run on them um so mm-hmm. we might not be seeing any you know any momentum you know right this second but if you think when we you know start to do our marketing and we show that you know that certic badge of authority it's going to in my opinion, Certic are the number one audit firm in the entire industry. Um, mm-hmm. There are a, a, few, a few that are sim- very kind of close to them in, in that respect. But I mean, yeah. it's uh, yeah, they're, they're renowned in this industry. So uh, the very best for you know the very best projects, and that's our mentality. Exactly. That was what we cleared. That was what we set out to do on the white paper, and, and you know we've executed all of these executables as we have you know said that we were going to, going to do. Um, so yeah, really excited on that, and it'll be a, a really good day when we can, you know, get the V two launched and um, yeah, start to enjoy the benefits of our data. Exactly. Yeah. No. And uh, we're gonna get into another thing later on in this AMA on why a Certec audit is so important. Um, so I'm I'm excited. I know everybody has has been chomping the bit to buy more. Um, it's. When you, when you have trading halted, obviously that can generate some sediment, but you know, shout out to the community for holding strong and, and being so supportive. Um, you know, just looking at the chat and seeing you guys in there wanting to buy more, wanting to uh, you know, just get excited about what we're bringing to the table. Every Shinsei Saturday, every, every post we do, you guys are behind it. You guys are getting out and shilling it. Um, and, and, you know, we got a project in its early infancy like this. Uh, you're going to have your roadblocks, and it's really how you overcome those. And uh, going about the Certec audit was not cheap in the budget by any means. I know Josh, Josh, I don't know if he wants to tell you about how much that actually costs our project, but in the long run, you know, it's an investment in ourselves, it's an investment in you guys, um, because what I'm about to share a little bit later on in one of these announcements, uh, you're going to understand why it's so important. So thank you, Josh. I think everybody's going to be excited for the uh, the release. Uh, you know, and and I know CMC, as you guys know, uh, untracked our token. That was expected. Um, that's what happens when you Completely have low volumes. Uh, once once the contract is, um, you know, sent to CMC, the new contract, everything is going to resume as normal. The prices are going to go back into trust and and MetaMask and everything like that. So you guys don't have to worry about price tracking. Hmm. Um, you know, those are things that we just expected. I actually expected that to happen a lot sooner than it did. Um, you know them taking the you know the the chart down so you know that's that's not a big deal i know i got a few messages from a few close friends of mine that aren't really connected into telegram that said hey what's going on and you know we just you know reassure everybody that you know we're it's soon it's it's and it's going to happen very soon so um again thank you guys we'll give you guys all the updates uh from certec when we hear them we're going to do our resubmission on monday and if there's anything else, it shouldn't be, you know, everything, all the functions, uh, 16 functions, uh, you know, had errors. 12 of them have been corrected already. So we're anticipating uh, next week to be a very big week for us. Um, and one thing I want to kind of jump into the next point, guys, I know we're going right from Surtech to a different topic. Um, last week, 
we had uh, an AMA with Obsidian Council, who is a it's a very large Discord guild, and Josh performed extremely well in it. Everybody was so excited to hear on what we're building. Um, we're really building this this guild partnership program. Uh, it's been an idea that we've had, and now we're starting to approach these guilds, and they're eating it up. You know, just in general, um, a lot of the games that some of these guilds were playing, either, you know, they're the economy isn't providing them enough return for them to want to keep playing, so they're actively seeking a new opportunities. So what we really bring uh, to this guild partnership program is going to be huge for our in-game economy. It's going to bring players and drive players into the ecosystem. And that's really what it's all about. We're building a game and we need players. So I'm, I'm going to kind of highlight some of the, the keys to this uh, guild partnership program is what we're calling it now. The wording may change. Um, we had obviously the, the meeting with Obsidian. We're also working with Astra. I'm working on the back end with them. Uh, trying to set up some meetings with their council as well because a lot of these guilds uh it's, it's different than what you kind of think of in, in a discord guild like for a certain title you play on xbox right so these guilds really protect their holders extremely well so you got to go through you know councils and you gotta um you know pitch them and then they bring it to their community so we already have an ama lined up uh, for the nft release with obsidian and uh, we're going to continue to push that across. So we're going to be very selective in the guilds we choose. Obviously, we're not going to limit to any guilds that want to participate in this program. Uh, so what we're going to offer these guilds, we're going to offer dedicated land plots for these guilds. So they're going to be able to join in their own little community, uh, rally the troops. Um, they're going to be able to do their own uh, battles amongst each other, preparations. And we're also going to offer in-game assets uh, to these different guilds. Um, so what that means is, so like avatar clothing, you know, maybe the avatar has a t-shirt with the guild's logo on it. They're going to have guild flags. They're going to be able to fly. And, uh, you know, we really want to bring the competitive nature and esports nature to our game. And this is the first step of really like kind of getting a massive exposure. So we're also going to have guild tournaments. So guild versus guild. And already that's happening in some different ecosystems. And it's very competitive. And trust me, guilds hate other guilds. So that excites me because it just drives a competitive nature to the, to the gameplay itself. Um, and speaking of which, uh, the gameplay from Timba, from Timba Games has been coming along very nicely. Um, Josh, if you can chime in if you want to talk about this guild partnership program, if there's anything you want to add, and then we can kind of get into some game development updates. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I, think you, I think you covered it well with the um, kind of affiliate marketing strategies that we're going for. Um, I know we haven't quite got into the affiliate side of things yet, which I know you're going to maybe kind of talk a little bit more about later. But um, one thing I really wanted to kind of talk about on, on the guild front is I kind of want to set a scene for for like investors of what they can kind of expect, you know, moving forward. And um, you know what the, the the set out plans are is that we will be selling um, guild housing that hopefully um, is live in the actual town. So. Uh, it's not necessarily a separate land plot per se. Um, you will be able to um, hopefully, um, you know, like walk through the doors of, of your guild housing. And I want you to imagine it kind of like, uh, 
uh, I don't know if you remember like Harry Potter Goblet of Fire when they go to the Quidditch World Cup and they go in the tent and it's just massive mm-hmm. in the tent right um, this is the yep. kind of like vibe that we're going for so we want it to be like completely customizable for people we want it to be you know a big grand space where guilds can you know pull funds together to upgrade their um, assets upgrade shrines upgrade uh, you know their breeding capabilities um, you know there is so so much potential that we want to tap into in terms of that and I, I mean, I know there are other games out there that maybe have something similar to this in some degree, but, um, you know, these ideas that are coming from us have not come from any other game. They have come, you know, they're completely original to us. So how I imagine it and how I want it to be is that I want it to get to a point where not only do we have, um, you know, uh, weekly, monthly and, and annual uh, tournaments for, you know, uh, regular players, you know, working their way up the leaderboards, qualifying for these tournaments, etc., um, what I actually want is I want, you know, to really kind of pit the guilds against each other because at the end of the day, that's what they love. They really do. Mm-hmm. I mean, the competitiveness has always been there, of course. And yes, they um, dislike each other in a competitive nature. But, um, you know, this is the whole kind of fun of it. And how I imagine it is that there's a huge guild tournament coming up in t- like a couple of hours. Uh, you know, all of the guild members are inside their guild houses. You've got the guild leaders, like they're communicating, they're strategizing, you know, um, and, you know, they're all there, they're all riled up, they're all ready to go. And, you know, they all go to the, the stadium together and, and they and they battle together. And, um, you know, there'll be various different, you know, incredible prizes for, for these guilds as well. And, um, you know, when this kind of thing starts to kick off and people start talking about this, their experience of their tournament they've had, or um, I really don't think that, uh, I don't think that kind of experience exists really tr- and truly yet. Um, so it, it will be really nice to, you know, be innovative on on that kind of forefront and um, really kind of bring in, um, you know, the, the, really maximize the capabilities of, of these uh, guilds. So, um, yeah, it's something that, yeah, super, super exciting for me that the, the just the mention of guilds and it's not necessarily, um, you know, finding the investments or the, the, the whole kind of point of this is that, you know, when you bring in one, two or three or four guilds and, and you know, they have these benefits and they're having these rewards, um, most likely what you'll find is they're probably in other guilds as well, some people or word of mouth spreads. And, you know, other guilds want to get involved. And that, at that point, what's going to happen is the guilds are going to start contacting us. And, you know, that's the real kind of priority is um, efficient marketing that self-sustains. And, um, you know, we could, we could spend $5,000 on banner ads and they'll run for, you know, a week maybe. And we might see some good traction from that. But there's a possibility that the return on the investment in terms of the $5,000 you won't get back, which isn't sustainable. And that's, this is this is obviously what we've been pushing since the very start. Um, I know that, you know, I give Dustin a, a heart attack all the time in terms of bu- uh, budget allocations and of marketing, you know, you have to, um, you know, really, really kind of think outside the box in terms of, exactly. you know, that kind of thing. Um, so I've just seen a comment come in that I'm going to answer actually because I like the I like the question. Uh, Highways, can we update our website to more attractive, not just a static site? Now um, we're going to get into that a little bit later. So um, we have uh, finally finished all of the the design on uh, Hordable. Now what I mean by the design, obviously the development is still happening. But there are many, many different pages of many different like functions. For example, you need a page just to connect your MetaMask wallet. Like we need all of that template in there, etc. So it's all like the nitty gritty stuff. Um, so that is all 
been completed now. Now all of the allocation of the team that were working on Horrible are now moving over onto the uh, Sacred Tales website, the version 2. Um, so we're going to start seeing some incredible updates on, on the website. It's going to be completely, completely redone. Now the way I look at Sacred Tales website at the moment, I think it was sufficient for a pre-sale. But now we need to really, really step up our game. And, you know, we were waiting for the content. We were waiting for the, uh, the gameplay. Um, we are in working on integrating this new website in with the actual UI of the game as well. So it will, it will kind of feel like an extension of the game, the website. Um, so, yeah, that, yeah, I wanted to jump on that question because um, why not, right? Um, so I'm just going to have a quick kind of glance over the uh, development at the moment. Um, so for the past week on Sacred Tales, we have been working on implementing the servers. Um, so the servers are now officially live. Um, we can now log in with each other and, you know, perform all the tests that we need, etc., etc. Um, that's really exciting. Uh, you've seen some of the new shaders for the Shinsei as well, um, which are looking incredible, to be honest. Like, I think the, the graphics on them are stunning. I really, really think they've done an amazing job. Um, I think they've really kind of captivated the kind of uh, theme and, and environment that, you know, that we, we want with Sacred Tales. Um, so, yeah, we're focusing on that. We're focusing on the PvP battle elements. So we're currently working on the balancing of the different elements. So we're implementing in super effectiveness, reduced effectiveness, um, time delay moves. For example, the best way to, to kind of spit it out to you would be solar beam on a, on a Venusaur, for example. Um, you know, you have to wait a turn to charge it up and then it's a super powerful move, right? So this is kind of the different dynamics of... Uh, like the, the depth of the moves that we have in, in game there are some quick moves there are some more powerful moves that you know take take longer um, it's just that kind of that level of detail that, we, that you know we know and love uh, that we probably take for granted in, in, in some some ways in, in games but um, it's you know really important to get that in there um, we are currently working on game economy updates um, so we've got um, you know uh, the way that we are structuring it is we are moving away from like the pay to earn um, element completely and that's not to say that you can't play to earn in the game uh, that is that is a possibility but it's not in the sense that uh, you know a lot of these games they are pretty much turned into miners um, I, I know a lot of people that have played it and they've actually you know they've even created uh, you know bots to play for them and and unfortunately that's a massive problem in in you know the play to earn industry is that people just either you know siphon out to uh, countries that you know have a struggling economy and 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 to them it you know it's worth their time and you know whilst there are definitely benefits to that where they are able to you know bring in more money for their families and things like that i mean that isn't something that you should base your economy around that isn't something that you should build your game around um you know i i mentioned kind of axie as a you know an example of why that doesn't work now um you know it's always been our priority with Sacred Tales that it's more than a play to earn game. I hate that term, I really do, because you know, it really takes away from the fact of what a game should be. And, you know, we've grown up and we've lost hours of, you know, thousands of hours, I'm sure, all of us on, on games that we've loved and we don't expect a reward from them. We just want to play them. We just want to escape into that and, you know, forget forget the real world for a minute or, you know, whatever. We've all got stuff going on and, you know, this is a way for us to, you know, um, you know, blow off some steam or relax or, you know, um, it's it's always been our priority to make sure that, that 
let me let me rephrase that. Uh, you know, the the kind of main motto that I you know I go I go around when we develop sacred tales is if you completely removed uh, the you know the play to earn economy, would it would it would it still be worth playing? And I think that's a really important um, kind of mentality to have. Mm-hmm. And I don't think that uh, many or any projects that I know you know truly kind of live up to that philosophy. And I think you know you can see with everything that we do in our you know our transparency, the way we are. Um, you know, um, working working on all of these different things and all these different angles and and um, marketing strategies and, and economy uh, strategies, etc. You know, this is our our philosophy, and it's you know, it's 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 got to be more than that. It's got to be more than an economy. It's got to be something that um, you know can truly stand up to uh, you know the, the the regular games that you know you are you're, you're playing online or whatever and that's mm-hmm. it's uh, it's just not an excuse you know oh it's a play to earn game so it doesn't matter it's pretty good for a play to earn game like you know what does that actually mean it's just settling right. for nothing and i i can i say you know completely scrap that that thought process it needs to be so much more yeah. um so yeah, and obviously we've got things like the mini games coming in as well. We're working on a fishing mini game. Um, there'll be you know multiple other different kinds of little um, fun games that people can play against other people. You know, um, you can wager against other people as well if that's something you want. You can play for free. You can play for the you know the the elo to qualify for certain tournaments, which obviously will yield really high kind of prize pools as well. So it's not just anyone can join. You've got to. You know, you've got you've got to to work a little bit to get into these tournaments. It's not just going to be offered to you for free. Um, and there are, don't get me wrong, there will be tournaments with lower requirements, of course. But mm. um, you know, it's in in this world. You know, the saying, you know, nothing in this world is for free, right? And <laughs> I don't I don't know if that translates well to what I'm saying. I think I've kind of missed. I've kind of used the wrong, a wrong example there. But um, you know, it's something to us that's really exciting because um not just the the battle elements but you know the mini games um you know they can be really good ways of earning they can also you know you can also have a gamble there um you can you can you can make money through that with with you know luck um so if if you are inclined to you know have a little gamble here and there then i feel like this is a nicer way to do it um you know and we, you know, you remove the house edge. You're playing against other people, and and that to me is 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 fun. And obviously, that's not our our main focus. Is the wager battles, of course not, but um, it's a nice addition, in my opinion, and I think it will go down really well. Absolutely, yeah. And we know there's a few fishermen out there in our community that uh, enjoy discord fishing. So you're really going to love Sacred Tales fishing when it's available. Um, and Josh, I really think you hit it on the head. Um, you know, you don't want to focus on just play to earn. Uh, and, and obviously, like you said, there's going to be plenty of ways to earn in game, but there's going to be two types of players, right? You're going to get the, the competitive uh, guy that wants just to earn a living playing Sacred Tales. And we're not going to stop that from happening. But there's also going to be the guy that wants to come in casualty, uh, casually and he's got a job uh, nine to five. He's probably got kids and it's it's probably intimidating for a lot of these people to jump into a game like Axie Infinity that have not um, experienced like, how the game works, and then they get in and they're confused and it doesn't look good to them. But they're and then all of a sudden they're just getting hammered. 
Um, and we don't want that. You know, we want to be able to bring people in and enjoy the game itself. You're going to be able to have those lower tier battles um, with players that are similar to your your rank or your style. So we're not going to limit somebody uh, if the, if they're we're not just going to get them pushed out of the game if they want to come in. You know, later during development stages. You know, and, and I think building Josh just nailed it. You know, you got to build the game first. That's that's fun to play, and the in-game economy itself is something that's a, that's a structure, but that's not a focal point. So, um, no, I appreciate that you coming out and, and, and saying it the way you did, because that probably, you know, gives a lot of people relief that either they can't afford a ton of assets to be able to come in and be ultra competitive. Um, I mean, the balancing itself is going to be, you know, very, 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 you know, well across the board. So I'm not too worried about that, but, uh, just being able to get somebody in the game, um, and then wants to maybe just casually roam around, have a couple battles with some friends, uh, hit some mini games, you know, and just kind of explore the world of of Sacred Tales. That's ideally what we want. Uh, so thank you so much for that. And I'm in the future, we're going to be also sharing more updates on in-game economy. Uh, Josh has bounced tons of ideas that are, that are absolutely groundbreaking, in my opinion. So in the future, we're going to be sharing those updates. Uh, Josh, is there anything else that you want to add as far as like game development, or did we miss anything there? Um, oh, right, yeah. So, um, well, just a couple of things to add on to that in terms of the environment and what we are currently working on. So, um, you guys have seen some previews of like the temple, and you've seen like a very faint trailer of the arena. Um, mm -hmm. You know, it's going to be incredible. We've got uh, a dojo that's going up live as well uh, in the next update. Um, and it, I think the, just the amazing thing about it is the potential for growth. You know, like obviously you can people can see the amount of hours that we've put into uh, the environment. And, you know, we take that very seriously. It, you know, it's really given me a vibe of um, of old school Fable, like Fable 2, which was an incredible, incredible game, in my opinion. Just for like that, just that just that feeling of, of being in that immersed in that world. Um, you know, it's really important for us, you know, by having these live servers, by having this MMO kind of style that, you know, we really do have an attractive world for people to, 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 to want to, to spend time and to want to come in and forget about, you know, their job or, or whatever, whatever you want to do. Maybe you've had a, a bad day at work and you just jump in and chat with friends, play with friends, have some battles and forget about it for a couple of hours. You know, this is the kind of thing that we want. And uh, the real main um problem that game game designers or developers and studios even have is you know keeping the player rate um re return rate up because it's one thing bringing in players but it's another thing that keep you know keeping players interested and active in the game that is that is probably the most important thing rather than finding new players and unfortunately a lot of the time you know, the main focus goes on bringing in new players and not caring about the current player base um, so, you know, all of these things, all of these mentalities and these mentalities have come, you know, our, you know, from our team have come from a literal love and passion of playing games. You know, we've played uh, such a huge variety of different MMOs, you know, all sorts, you know, dating back to, to the 90s and, um, you know, this, I really feel this is a, a labor of love in terms of everything that we, you know, idolize and, 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 and love in, in you know the history of our, our gaming lives, and um, you know I think it's only gonna it's only gonna grow. 
Um, you know, there's more towns that we can add. There are, you know, there's there's just so there's so much more dynamics that we can we can explore with Sacred Tales, and I think that's the exciting thing about mm. it is there's no real ceiling to you know how high you know we can go and um of course it takes hard work and dedication and there's going to be good times and there's going to be bad times and you know the main the main thing here is that we're you know we're all a family together here and um you know regardless of market conditions or you know if there is an issue like a delay of a week on something or whatever you know we have such a strong community here that everyone really seems like they really care about our project and in terms of our you know marketing strategies which i know you'll jump into in a little bit um well after mm-hmm. this um you know it's it's that it, i think that shows and reflects in in the way that we are strategizing our marketing you know we're really trying to find people that really care you know we could go to someone like travelads and we could pay five thousand or whatever for an ama with them mm-hmm. but then what kind of investors are are we bringing in for that you know are they people that really care about the game you know are they people that are going to play the game are they going to invest and day trade us like i mean obviously that stuff is fine for volume but you know that's really not what what it takes to to you know build a, a successful game you need people such as the you know the 26 people that we've got in in our chat right now that care and and want to know every single step of the way you know um in terms of where we are at and where we're going and um that's this is this is what it's built on and you know you see some of these meme coins that have gone on on like for example shiba that's gone in into like the, the billion the hundreds of millions market caps you know they that happened because they had such a strong foundation such a strong community um even you know with with no real product product if you've got a strong community you can you can you know go to these levels and if you pair that with actual utility with an actual game with developers that actually care about their investors you know um i feel like that's a a combination of of fireworks to be honest and um you know i i think like we're very close to setting them off absolutely that's important to kind of take in that, you know, marketing in the space has drastically changed, just like the market itself. Um, I think, you know, last year we seen a lot of meme coins boom in BSC and, uh, you know, guys like Trav Lad and, um, you know, the um, Crypto Messiah and, you know, that was always the the hot thing to do. Well, those all those projects that utilize those that got those big pumps, they're not here making AMAs today. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, there's there's a certain point where you have to do some of those uh, marketing objectives when you're initially launching the game to get your chart off the ground. But long term, we knew that the vision was going to change and the space is evolving so much. Um, and I, I, I will I, I think we're going to see a separation um, from blockchain games to a lot of your standard market, you know, your meme coins or your uh, payment utilities, because there's so many different payment utilities and they all, you know, gas fees. And, you know, you have all these blockchains that have low gas fees, instant transactions. You know, the, you're going to run into a point where there's not a lot of innovation left. Um so now you're you're starting to see a lot of these venture capitalist firms that are opening a lot of game sector funds and blockchain game funds, and they're doing that for a reason because they they understand that the the market is transitioning that way. Um, you're seeing a lot of AAA titles now, uh, you know, starting a blockchain game or a project. Um, I have a list of different ones that are that are coming to market. So essentially, you know, we have excellent timing, and I think when we were building uh, what we're building 
last year and into the you know last year into this year, I think we're way ahead of the curve because uh, there is such there's blockchain games are so far behind uh, where they should be honestly, and uh, I think in two three years you're going to see a lot of a lot of nice games coming out that are enjoyable um, that aren't just going to be focused on play to earn. They're going to be actually people jumping in the game and, and enjoying playing it, and that's what the industry is lacking. Uh, so I think we're going to be one of the first ones to get in the market that are going to accomplish what we what we vision what we see and it'll kind of bring me into some of these key points that i'm going to talk about because i'm going to bring you these marketing updates and uh a lot of these keys are ones that i told you that are that are the biggest announcements today because in my opinion uh this stuff is going to be groundbreaking for us it's going to be the long-term uh uh evolution that's going to attend to our evolution of our game um well, first, I'd like to introduce, we, we did add an addition to our team on the marketing side. And uh, that's something that we, you know, we're very cautious with, with doing just because we, we, we need people that, are, that think like us that uh, have the same mentality. You know, when I'm talking to a lot of these marketing guys that, you know, pitch me, their, their main focus is they, you know, they just want, they want, they want, obviously they want money, but they're going to steer us in a direction that is more tailored to like what the meme coins did last year. And I'm not saying that some of the marketing strategies that we utilize are going to go away, but essentially, um, you know, this individual uh, is going to help us uh, accomplish what we do because he sees the same vision we do. Uh, his name is Ted. And I'll just really quickly, I'm not going to share a whole lot of, because he, he has a list of accomplishments and what he's worked with. I will say he's, he's based in Thailand. Uh, he does have a master's in, in marketing. Um, crypto has been his life for a long time. And he has, he's currently working with a blockchain venture, venture capital firm. Uh, he's in advisory and management consulting. Uh, Ted has worked with some of the biggest industry projects to drive massive revenue growth and customer retainership, such as, I uh, will say, a, f a couple projects, which I never really like to do, but Ted has worked with them. And I think it's important that we share some of the projects that he's had success with, which is Rev Racing, uh, The Sandbox, um, XYO. Those are just to name a few. And he's currently on the advisory board of a few undisclosed blockchain companies and a group CMO of Crosswise Labs and venture building firm that developed the protocol Crosswise Dex. Um, Ted is a very, very intelligent individual. He has a clear understanding of what the future is as far as branding a, a game like Sacred Tales. And I felt like it was a perfect fit for us. And, and me and him have been working um, on a strategy, you know, for this upcoming DAO relaunch and the NFT sales, which we're going to get into a little bit later. Um, but yeah, so thank you, Ted. I don't know if you're listening, but it is... Uh, I know the community is going to welcome you with open arms and you have already uh, set us up with the Obsidian Guild uh, where we did our AMA with them. So he really has an in with a lot of different um, organizations. Um, there is a live crypto convention in Detroit, which is about two and a half hours from me that I'm going to be attending. I'm working with them so I could speak uh, for Sacred Tales, Hortable and Instinct. Uh, so you know, be on alert for some updates on that. But he just has so many plugs in the industry that are so uh, crucial to our ongoing success. So 
let's get into some marketing updates. We have the Guild Partnership Program, which I briefly I talked about before. Uh, so we are going to be doing AMAs across different guilds, different uh, investment groups on Discord. Um, we're going to heavily focus on that leading up uh, to the NFT release because I think that is just a, a great avenue for us to, um, you know, promote a lot of these groups. They love NFTs. They love, uh, you know blockchain games so it's just a perfect avenue for us i have been working with play to earn.net's um, senior writer so we are going to be putting together some different pr pieces they are going to get then blasted on uh discord which that goes to like forty-five thousand users uh so that is the play to earn.net is some uh a company that has really came up in the last few months and we're also going to be, you know, working on some promotions and, and campaigns with them as well. So that's very exciting. Really nice people over there. Uh, right now we have a game trailer that's in development, which is for me, huge announcement because that's something that I've wanted to have in my hands for a very long time. Uh, obviously, we have some game trailer clips and different things that we've that we've got from just gameplay uh, in the alpha itself. Um but Timba Games is working on its game trailer right now. We should have an update in about a week. Um, obviously, those those are things that take you know some time. So I don't want to put any certain um, time frame on when I'm going to have it in my hands. But that is just going to be massive for our marketing movement moving forward. Uh, I think a game trailer really needs to just grab that outside person and bring them into what we're seeing and, and what we vision. So you guys get excited right now when you see some, you know, some clips of some shouldn't say battling, but wait until you see an actual cinematic trailer. And we're going to go to market with that hard. I'm going to make sure that everybody has an opportunity to see what we have to offer. Um, so Joshua, is there anything that you want to add to that I've uh, came across so far? I mean, I still have, like four or five different things I want to cover in marketing, but um, I think I think you summed it up very well. Um, I think the real kind of exciting thing is uh, the fact that we really haven't done any marketing yet, and uh, that, for some reason mm -hmm. I find that really exciting because I see how stable we are already. Um, I see that the hold accounts, you know, increasing. I see, um, you know, the, there's, there's there's so much kind of. There's so much going on. There are people really stepping up and, and taking it onto themselves to, you know, help push out sacred tales. And I think that shows like the the care that and and passion that the community have, and that's an amazing thing to see. So, you know, thank you for all that all that hard work that, have, you know, we've been doing, and and I know that you will mm -hmm. be doing in the future for us. Um, yeah, yeah I, I I think you should I think you should continue, mate. I think you're no no. I'll continue on, and 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 yes, I mean we have. To build a game, you know, we have to manage our resource and our budgeting very, very wisely. Uh, obviously, you guys are here. Um, you can, you know, let us know in the comments how you heard about us or where you've seen us originally. Um, but really, we got to focus on building that game because at the end of the day, you make a good game, it's going to market itself. You know, we're going to do everything in our power to take these uh, sp specific angles and getting it in front of uh, different gaming guilds, which, you know, essentially, I think that's one of the most important things is, uh, just having a, a game that's worth playing and it takes money to do that. It takes time and resources. So um, yeah, with there's been some, a little bit of hold back on, on, on some things on the marketing front, but um, 
it's all going to pay off and it's leading up to this, you know, this marketing push once we actually have the game trailer and once we have the material actually bring to market. So uh, thank you for that. Um, I'm also working on a YouTuber campaign. Uh, this is going to be something that is going to be an ongoing process instead of just paying for a YouTuber to do a couple of videos. I want to incentivize a YouTuber to actually get out and enjoy the game. Um, you know, those are things that maybe could include some some beta testing, some things that they can showcase their viewers. Um, I'm going to be very particular on who I choose. I've been going through countless different, um, you know, content creators that were doing Axie that have no, since not played Axie, um, haven't been playing it. You know, there's a lot of different people I'm in conversations with. So I think an ongoing relationship with some big time influencers is going to go a long way and and kind of get their channel dedicated to Sacred Tales. Um, and that's not just going to happen on YouTube. That's also going to happen on Twitch. Um, you know, we're going to have sponsored, you know, sponsored streamers that are uh, going to bring, you know, Sacred Tales content. It might start with just a logo and a brief discussion about it until they can actually get in and, and play some of our testing. But we want to bring, you know, awareness to just the gameplay itself. So that's some campaigns that I'm working on. Um, after relaunch, you know, some marketing strategies are going to come into play. Uh, then we're able to take advantage of some of these grant program opportunities. Uh, I have forms for days on my computer. Once we have a live contract, forms are being submitted. There's so many funds and grant opportunities out there for blockchain games, especially through Binance directly. Um, it would be foolish not to take advantage of those things. So we are ready to hop on the submissions. Um, and another, this is a big one. Uh, Josh and I have, have really been talking a lot about uh, what we want to see as far as uh, like a direction of I wouldn't, uh, funding, but... Um, just big things that we can do. And I think an, the IEO offering is, is an announcement that I think is, is, is huge. Um, Ted, the guy I spoke about earlier has already sent me, he has a connection. Um, I, I won't say the exchange, um, but he has a connection and in, in there that he helped some other projects get on the launch pad, uh, to get an IEO, you know, offering. So we are, I have right now three different forms that I'm working on, uh, you know, doing. And then if you don't know what an IEO, uh, that's just an ex uh, initial exchange offering. So you're working hand in hand with exchanges and it's acquiring funding to basically build liquidity to get put on major exchanges. Um, those are things that we are working on the back end. And I think it's definitely important, um, you know, for you guys to hear those kind of things, because if if it goes the way that i see it going we're going to be seeing some not small exchanges i'm, I'm talking some some very large exchanges that are going to be um you know very obtainable for us mm -hmm. and that was kind of when we were talking about certec on the on you know why it's important um because only the only certec projects have an opportunity like that you know you got to pay the money to these big audit firms and get that stamp of approval because you know tier one exchanges need to see that Obviously, there was some uh, Axie Infinity had some data breaches. There's been games that have data breaches. So whenever a data breach happens like that, you get these exchanges that really tighten up, uh, you know, their criteria and, and as far as like your audit process, your your backend stuff. Um, there's always hackers. There's always people that are finding ways and adapting new ways to infiltrate contracts and 
you know, Surtech is going to continue to, on, you know, stay with us on, on our contract, help monitor it. If we have issues, mm. you know, they're going to be there for us. So that is really big uh, news for us. I think an initial exchange offering is going to be massive. Um, so, yeah. Josh, I think that was that was the big one that I was trying Absolutely. to hold, I'm gonna, hold in the whole time. I'm just going to add on to you, I think, on on the uh, yeah. IEO front, and um, you know, we'll, let's 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 speak very straight and and upfront here that um, we are not in discussions with tier one exchanges at the moment, like Binance. So mm. please, you know. Um, <laughs> Give us, give us, give us ample time to get there. Um, so we are currently in, t- in talks with some tier two exchanges. We're talking like top ten tier two exchanges uh, with you know huge volume. Um, we have uh, allocation of tokens ready for an IEO uh, when and if we want to uh, go down that route. I think it's something that's very, very exciting. Um, you know, not only does do we you know circumvent the uh, listing fees that some of these marketplaces charge, we also provide that liquidity by doing so. So on our part, it's a win-win. We provide you know we'll be providing an incredible amount of volume to the token. It will provide uh, an incredible amount of publicity to the tokens. Um, it's it's, a, it's it's something that's really exciting. Something we've been working on in private for a long time, um, and you know we're not going to. Uh, obviously say any say any names or anything like that we don't want to do anything like that until you know anything you know is signed on the dotted line uh-huh. and things are confirmed of course because absolutely in this space nothing is nothing is straightforward or easy unfortunately um it requires yeah. hard work dedication and patience and uh-huh. um i think you know i think we are on track to really kind of start ticking off these boxes um we've got the dow migration that i'm estimating and hopeful that we will be live next week at some point um, it was my priority that I wanted to, um, you know, hit that check mark of, uh, you know, Q, uh, Q2. Um, we will do our best to do that if it's a couple of days afterwards. Um, you know, it's not a, a, not a major deal. But um, it's not just that. That's the preparation. We also have our staking platform that's ready to go. We have our NFT uh, launching minting platform that is currently uh, being finalized as well. Um, the staking and, and minting, of course, link with each other where we have a, an allocation mainly, uh, well, I'd say 50% allocation of the entire NFTs of the Shinsei going to the staking pools. Um, so that would be a really nice incentive for people to, um, you know, it will reduce circulating supply. It will bring a nice stable volume, uh, AP, you know, an APY to holders, uh, and, you know, um, and I think that's, that's really important. Um, one thing also to touch on as well that I, don't, I think we missed is, you know, um, I think one of the key factors here is the, uh, the smart tokenomics that we have in, in our systems in terms of cashing in and out of the game, buys and sells, etc. Um, and what that means is that it gives an opportunity to uh, investors that, you know, maybe aren't interested in, in the game side of things and, and are, you know, focusing on the profitable side of things, um, you know, by giving reflections in and out of game, by, um, you know, making it so that, um, the, you know, the main source of revenue of, of, of people earning are, um, you know, through tournaments, um, through random uh, loot boxes that you will be able to receive occasionally on, on, on matches. Um, you know, it's not a guaranteed, uh, you know, uh, allocation of tokens every match it's that's just not the way it is it depends on um your elo how you know how well you do in a, in a particular 
season I, I you know I, season it might be a week or, or whatever um but you know it, it's really going to uh reward people and it, it you know the problem that you see and i know i keep saying problems with with current pay to earn games but it's just that expectance um on i should earn this and i should be getting this daily yield and this and that and and this is the problem and this is where they, there's no clear distinction between a, you know gaming and blockchain, and there needs to be, and there isn't, and that is our priority. It's not about you know we're not here to you know just hand out uh, our, our you know uh, locked uh, you know our treasury to to players um, you know just for you know one quick battle. Um, you know there's many exploits that can happen with things like that. It's not sustainable ecosystem. Um, you know it has to be a fun game. It has to be. Um, it has to really tick all of those boxes that AAA games do with, uh, um, you know, these high budgets. And one thing to bear in mind as well is that, you know, the budget that we have had is, like, uh, honestly, I've seen people, I've seen, I've seen projects with double, triple, you know, even times five or times six, the budget that we've had, and they've not produced anything like that. Um, look at Pixelmon with the Kevin yeah. memes going around. It was an absolute oh, embarrassment. God. 70 million in funding, and that is what they produced. Uh, oh, I would yeah. be sweating if I was that founder, to be honest, because I've read his interviews, and uh, I'm pretty sure he's pretty scared that he's going to be done for fraud at some point, and pff, I don't want to comment on that, but, um, you know, the, the yeah. point... I'm trying to make is that you know we are so resourceful with our funds and we always have been and um, you know that is one of the key um, factors in terms of survivability mm. in terms of sustainability in terms of um, just the general way that a company is run and um, you know from the very start we have run as a professional company we have uh, you know uh, our staff you know the you know they don't ask for handouts it's, it's not it's not the case it's a passion project for all of our team um, and we're all on board in that sense it's uh, there's no um, uh, what's I can't remember the saying um, mercenaries you know, I you know, like hired mercenaries kind of kind of thing when you're when you're hiring people, and you know, you have to remember from for for, for teams to be built is one is one thing, um, but to have a team stick together through the ups and the downs, like mm -hmm. we've had the same team for over a year in the crypto space, like we're all family, like we speak to each other, you know, hourly, and you know things like that are they might seem in, insignificant but it's you know it's about it's about that kind of trust that you have in your team and um you know that you see projects fail because teams fall out as simple as that that's that, that those kinds of things happen um people have discrepancies about payments and you know so it might seem kind of random that i bring this up but this is all kind of part of um you know the the style and the way that we operate and i think that's really important to stress because you know what you what you've seen of us so far is the best example we can give of what you'll see of us in the future you know um and i really feel like we've nailed that on the head i really feel like everything is 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 i think we've we've built an amazing foundation and i just cannot wait to be able to invite you all into the world of sacred tales and really show off what what we're talk what we're on about you know yeah absolutely the sacrifices that we've made and we will continue to do because this is a passion project this isn't something that we expect to get rich immediately on and it's we will sacrifice our time 
our family's time, money, all for you guys to build the game that we vision and Josh visions. And I think just having you, uh, you know, lead the charge, not just for your knowledge of blockchain, but for the knowledge of video games. And that brings the passion. Like we always talk about when you grow up in the 90s and you have cartridges and you have your light headed from blowing in them all day. You know, those were the experiences that we love. And you want to bring the nostalgia of those games into blockchain so these young kids can experience what we did when we were young, when life was simpler and games were fun. It's not and to I say that games aren't, aren't fun anymore. Of course they're they not. Are. Yeah, they're but just a just, little different from what we what we grew up on. There's just a simplistic beauty, isn't there, to that generation yeah. of games that we played and. Um, I just I, I, will, I will never I will never let that be forgotten, you know. And I think um, uh-huh. it's a, it's a perfect example of how well Nintendo do with their games. You know, they 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 stay in their own lane. They're not there to compete with you know um, exactly releasing the latest Call of Duty with the greatest graphics. Like they see things differently exactly. in, in Nintendo, and that's why Nintendo are so incredibly amazing at what they do. Um, mm-hmm. And uh, you know, I would be lying if I if I was saying that Nintendo wasn't an inspiration of mine. It most definitely was. Um, oh, yeah. Some of the you know best games in my life, some of the best memories of <laughs> I've ever had playing games have been you know like Zelda's and Pokemon's and it, mm-hmm. all sorts of stuff. And um, you know, it's really just bringing that back to life and 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 bringing it to a point where it can evolve and it can grow and it can flourish. And, you know, we want to plant that seed um, into what um, uh, blockchain games should be. And I really think that when we really showcase what we've got to the world, that it's really going to start making people think differently. I think people are going to think, absolutely. you know, we've been thinking about this the wrong way all this time. And, you know, you, you probably think of me and I'll be honest, and I've never really opened up personally about this stuff, but in terms of a developer and, and finances, I two projects and I have horrible and I must be bringing in loads of money and I'm sorted and 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 my team know that is not the case I've given every single ounce of everything that I have into the project I've not taken anything out I've put everything I've put any, everything I've got into the project and I think that's the difference mm-hmm. that you see with with um with uh you know other other developers is that you know it's a, it's for them they just want to extract as much money out of you guys as possible yeah and that is the fact and and I guarantee in at least eighty percent of the tokens you're invested in, there's probably an alter ego in the in 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 the boardrooms, and they want to extract as much money out of you as possible at the end of the day. Exactly. And whether they say that or not, or whether they know that's true or not, you know, it's it's one thing, but it's it it will show in the future. That it will come, and it, it unfortunately will bite people. And this is what this I really this is why I, it, it's it's strange because obviously I've come into crypto from a completely different kind of mentality it's not been about mm-hmm. you know i've had i've had the opportunities to to, to make enough money that i needed to or walk away oh, yeah. and and i could i could have taken easy options or i could have you know sold my tokens you know at, at, mm-hmm. at four mil ath on instinct but no it's it's currently at 500k market cap and i've never sold a single token and you know that's that's this is the, yep. this is it's the people behind the project and i cannot and i i'm kind of being a bit passionate about this right now but it's because it is a passionate thing to me and then it it really pisses Mm -hmm. me off to be honest because you know i know how hard we work i know how 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 much we care about our projects i know our mentality i know our vision i know what we want in the future and do you know what i think it's really 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 you know i think it's 
an absolute possibility. It, it, it's in touching distance for us, and, and I know it's going to happen for us. And why do I know that's going to happen for us? Because I know that I'm I'm the I'm the founder, and I know that I'm the one putting mm-hmm. the money. I'm the one that's managing these finances. I know the team that are behind me. Um, and yeah, it just. <laughs> There's some things that really need to change in crypto, honestly. No, it really, and it's, really we, does. you, yeah. Well, we have the heart in it, and uh, most projects don't. That's it. You and know, and that's, yeah. um, it's sad. It's sad because cryptocurrency in general has taken this image, I think, to a lot of outsiders that are either leery about cryptocurrency or, um, you know, what they've heard is just it's a bunch of criminals and it's uh, just a lot of bad people. And if you guys are in a Binance uh, token, Binance Marche token like this, you've probably ran into some really bad people. And um, you're never going to escape the bad people. It's finding the ones that have the heart, that have the soul into making a project like this. Mm. That you need to stand behind and i'm not saying stand behind us because that's us but that i mean that's what you're getting and um i think finding josh a year ago was just a breath of fresh air because i was working with people that i'd never seen their face i didn't know if you know they were going to go away tomorrow if they were going to steal everybody's money and that's that's it isn't just, it why fun. should it's, you it's, like, why should you right. go to sleep at night and worry? Oh, is that, what are they going to do? I don't really know. I don't really know what they're like. I don't know. Is my money safe there? Can I invest there? Mm-hmm. Oh, you know, I'm getting FOMO because right. the price is going up. Okay, I want to chuck some in. And then what happens all of a sudden? They, you know, we've all been involved in rugs mm-hmm. and all of these things. And, and it's sickening. It really is sickening. And I very much hope that, um, you know, there are some, you know, changes in terms of people being held liable for you know what they do absolutely um absolutely but yeah um you know i think that and and from the sentiment that i get from from my holders and the people that was you know that we speak to i I, you know i don't feel that's ever been a concern like i've seen tokens before where they've stopped trading for a month and it's absolute anarchy chaos every day Mm -hmm. you don't see that with sacred tales and why because because we've earned i I believe we've earned your trust and you know i uh, it's um, yeah, just yeah, it's just, yeah. It's just really it's, it, and it's it, it's unfortunate, you know the the events that happened that led up to you know the the contract being halted, and it wasn't easy for us to to come up with that decision. You know, ultimately we were protecting somebody that's been us with us since day one, um, but we already had the migration planned. You guys all know this. I don't want to rehash everything, but uh, at the end of the day, Josh nailed it. You know, we're not seeing tons of FUD. Occasionally, you'll get a guy that comes in that's that doesn't maybe he's not up to date on what's happening or he doesn't know. And you guys are great on just staying on top of like, hey, look, it's going to be, you know, as soon as the tasks are completed, you know, your money's safe. Luckily, the market, I, I mean, when we when we started trading, I think BNB was somewhere around the $600 range. Uh, so currently, you know, we're sitting what 236 something like that so you know call it three times less the value of our peg token and we're have held a really nice position i mean if if bnb was the same and we didn't go into a bear cycle you know we'd be a 3x right now sustained uh so those are things we can't control and the market will change eventually we don't have a crystal ball yesterday we seen a little bit of a rally a little bit of pullback today I don't suspect things are really going to go into any kind of bull cycle anytime soon. I could be wrong because crypto does crazy things. 
BTC could go to 40K tomorrow. It could go to 15K tomorrow. But at the end of the day, and nothing changes our objective and our mission. Um, in-game, the in-game economy and everything that we're building is going to take care of itself. So rest assured that your money is safe and it always will be with us. We just can't control market conditions. Um, if anybody is out there that's listening that maybe has some concerns or needs or needs something, just let me know. I'll do my best to help out. Um, Josh, I think there's one thing that we haven't talked about yet, and that is the NFT uh, roadmap, kind of where you see, uh, I know there's a few different this, you know, talk points that you want to cover in the NFTs. I know a lot of people here are listening that want to grab these NFTs, mm. and we uh, have some news to bring you. So, Josh, why don't you lead it in with some NFT talk? Yeah, absolutely. Um, so, yeah, we've completely finished the uh, minting contracts. Uh, as, was, as I mentioned previously, we are finalizing the, um, the DAP for the minting as well. Um, we have finalized all the different, we've got different backgrounds for the different elements. Um, everything is looking really, really nice. So in terms of what it will appear like on the marketplace itself, it's going to look amazing. Um, there's going to be such a huge variety, obviously, as I've mentioned before. Um, not one Shinsei will be alike. They are completely unique. Um, there's such a different variation of them. And I just, it's just, yeah, I, I we all know with NFTs, though, and utility is the most important function of NFTs. And you see it over and over again in the Ethereum space with profile picture NFTs and et cetera, et cetera. They're now trying to rebrand themselves as like clothing brands or whatever. And, and I, you know, I think some of them will, will have success with it. Some, like 1% or less. And obviously, you know, we wish success, you know, to, to, to all projects. Um, but the fact is that it's not just one project that's doing this. It's that they're all now clothing brands or they're now all doing this or, you know, whatever. It's like it's currently uh, the NFT scene is currently going through like a rebellion phase with like um, NFT projects like Goblin Town dot WTF and um, we're all going to die. And they, they're like kind of like uh, satire. NFTs, you know, where where they're kind of taking advantage of um, pretty much the whole kind of NFT market market kind of crashing, right? Uh, with you know, with Ethereum uh, going below one sub one k at one point, and um, you know, the the pro main problem that you have with the flipping these NFTs is the lack of liquidity, which you don't have with, of course, normal tokens. Um, so you know, it might seem like you've got that value in in terms of an NFT, but it it can be very difficult to to get that money back, especially the money that you feel your NFT is worth. And over and over again, we're seeing NFTs just being sold. You know, as as just to, to raise funds for for whatever you know whatever they're up to, but you know the the difference with us is that you know we literally have an incredible game. The Shinsei are are already in the engine in game. Um, we've shown you examples of of that. You know, you'll have your your Shinsei following you around. It's integrated straight from the off. And, um, you know, we're providing utility straight away uh, in terms of, you know, the rewards that you'll be able to earn, the tournaments that you'll be able to enter with your Shinsei. Of course, bearing in mind that the um, legacy Shinsei will enable you to jump into the beta before anyone else. Now, there is something that I actually want to kind of talk about about this. And this is a prediction of mine that I think will happen. Um, so, obviously, we're selling 3,000 Shinsei initially. Um, around approximately around 250 of them are going to uh, baby squid holders for you know holding and and and, and helping us to um, you know build well to where we are now. Um, we would never forget where we've our roots. We never forget where we've come from, and you know we will honour every every everything that we've said we were going to do. Um, now to add on to that as well, um, you need three shinsei 
to play the game, to battle with. Now, what that means is, if, as we're selling 3,000, is that that's 1,000 spots, technically. However, will people just buy three? Probably not. People maybe will buy four or five, or some people might even buy up to, you know, as many as they can, right? And what you will find, I think, is that when we go into the beta stage, there will be a bottleneck um, scenario where... Um, what I mean by bottleneck, let me explain it, is that there will be the demand for uh, Shinsei will outweigh the supply. Now, why will that happen? Because people will want to play the game, people will be talking about the game when it goes into beta, we'll have streamers talking about it, discussing it, their followers will want to play the game, etc, etc. So this kind of marketing will snowball, uh, especially with the kind of graphics that we're, we're having and, and the style of play, the, the depth of the environment, the MMO aspect to it is exciting. It's not been, you've not really seen this kind of this, this this setup in the crypto space before, and I know there are other other tokens building metaverses and etc cetera, etc. Cetera, but this is, in my opinion, different from metaverse. It's it's you know crypto you know MMO uh, a, a light MMO you know with a crypto economy. It's something that's never really been done before, and this will uh, speak a thousand words in my opinion to people. People will want to come in, and by that time, the Shinseis will be minted. And apologies if you can hear. Um, my little boy is very upset. Sorry if uh, you can hear that. Um, but the the point being is that people are going to come in and they're going to uh, want to acquire these Shinsei so they can play. Now, what does that mean for the early adopters? That means the early adopters are going to be able to make very healthy profit on selling the Shinsei. So, um, obviously, I would never give financial advice, but financial advice by Shinsei is going to be a, a very valuable investment, I believe, because I think that... You know, we are very much limiting the initial player base to maximum of a thousand, and I, I predict probably five, six hundred holders for the three thousand NFTs. Just, just on going off kind of averages of you know um, mm. general collections and how many. You know, when you have a collection of six thousand, you know, you don't have six thousand owners. It's normally around two thousand or, or two thousand five hundred. Um, so I think there's going to be a very uh, profitable um, environment for people in terms of that as well. So that's exciting. And you know, that initially, you know, essentially, you, I believe you should be able to, um, if you mint six say you should be able to um, sell the other three at, at least double what you've paid for, I would I would imagine it could be more who knows, it really depends on the floor prices, the activity the the, the, the press that it gets the combination with horrible that's going live um so yeah i think it's really really exciting and the way that we've structured it is so that we um really really value our early investors we don't you know we don't forget about them they are priority they're going to be the only people that are going to be able to play this game initially for maybe the first three or four weeks while, while we are in beta um so i think yeah that's a really exciting thing to mention um now i think before we leave dustin i think we should um, give a little sneak peek into Hordable a bit more as we're about three and a half weeks away from moving into the beta of Hordable officially. So um, what I'm going to do is I'm going to bring up uh, my uh, XD, Adobe XD file. Obviously it's in live de development as we speak, but um, I'd like to be able to kind of show you guys a little bit more into the kind of in-depth level that we've gone to with Hordable and um, you know all of the additions that we're excited to share. So yeah, with further ado, I will open that up. Can you guys all see the grid okay? Could you let me know in the chat that it's um, visible? 
Well, I haven't got, I'm going to assume that it's visible. Can you guys see the grid okay? Okay, good. Right, so, as you can see, with an NFT marketplace, you don't quite see the level of detail that goes into it. You see the finished product, right? But what you have here is you have all of the different intricate parts of it. Um, you know, all the different tables, even down to, um, you know, a message saying, you know, you have successfully purchased this NFT. All of these things have to be... Um, developed. Now I'm going to start off and show you the um, homepage to start with. You guys have seen it before, but I want to give you a more kind of interactive view of it. Um, bearing in mind there might be delays when I hover over things. This is because this is the Adobe file, not the developed file. So. Um, so yeah, it's a really nice kind of homepage that we've got. Um, what is interesting mm. here is this NFT here, this will actually be um, the uh, highest sold NFT of the day, the day before. Um, so it's a nice way, you know, if, if, if you were the winner of that, it will be showcased to everyone that uses Hoardable, which I think is a really nice kind of bonus system if, if you know, you have purchased the most expen expensive NFT of the day. Um, so we're gonna go to another one that I think is really exciting as well, and it's the uh, profile page. Uh, so this is the user profile page. Um, we've completely kind of redesigned it to give a, a really kind of nice hub mm -hmm. for people to, um, you know, share their NFTs, etc. So uh, we've got uh, some very luxury items here that um, I just want to talk to you through. So obviously we've got the profile, we've got the activities page, which I'll show you in a minute. Now, what you see here is our featured page. Uh, funnily enough, um, mm -hmm. OpenSea have actually released something in the past week. Um, which is featured items and we have been working on featured items for over a, uh, a month and a half now so um it's I, I kind of see it as a compliment that uh, we're on the same track as people you know such as OpenSea with the huge development budgets that they've got um and i personally think that our profile page looks way better um absolutely so man what you see here um these are three nfts these will be hopefully uh, moving um, we need to obviously have discussions with our engineers on that. What you'll be able to do is you'll be able to select your top favorite three NFTs uh, to showcase on your profile page. Um, very simple, really nice integration to have. And it just gives that kind of more personal touch to people. And I think that's really what's kind of missing at the moment. Um, so, yeah, hope you guys like that. We've, have, we've got a really nice kind of clear tab system don't please don't bear in mind of, of, of this this is obviously not development this is design so it makes no difference um so yeah that's our profile page um we've got another example of our profile pages when we were experimenting with the different um, holograms so this is like a three set but um i believe that we mm -hmm. are finalizing with our master plan which i think is amazing yeah um, i think that looks so yeah, and if you guys, I'm sorry for cutting you off, Josh. Yeah, if you guys on. know of a NFT marketplace that looks better than this, please send it to me because I've looked at many of them, and I think Hortable is just revolutionary as far as I appeal. You know, and the whole whole goal and concept was creating kind of like a Steam uh, marketplace for gaming projects, and you got to have appeal. You know, you're you're buying NFTs, and people are spending hard-earned money on NFTs you expect the marketplace to be up to the standard of, of what NFTs are. And uh, you can just see the care and the development of this. And look at the stats page. I mean, it's... So this is where you... They absolutely nailed it. 
you know, they went above and beyond and absolutely nailed this marketplace. So and the beautiful thing is, from yeah. Um, bear in mind if you see some Latin right now, um, this is the development side of things. So, you know, you, you keep it in Latin. You don't bother with the actual text here. Blah, 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 privacy policy. So this is our add your custom token. So this is where we can onboard uh, projects uh, to come on to Hortable. Uh, we can actually have their tokens accepted as currency for their for their token. So that's really exciting. Um, make a suggestion, connect your wallet. So just like things like this, I mean, people don't really think about this, but this needs a screen, right? This this needs this, this to, to build the level of marketplace that we're going for. It's, you know, really, and I think I love this. I love the collections page as well. I think this is really nice. It'd be really exciting when we have lots of more projects on there. Obviously, when we have our Launchpad Live for Hoardable as well, we'll be able to launch projects live from, you know, raising pre-sales through, through Hoardable um, for gaming projects as well. So that's something that's going to be really exciting. And then they'll automatically be able to go through um, into the Hoardable ecosystem. Um, so this is like a search results page. Um, connect your wallet. Um, this is obviously just like filter, filter systems. I mean, a lot of this stuff you'll probably recognize from other marketplaces, but, uh, you know, it's the level of detail, it's the level of luxury um, that we're really, you know, I think that we're really uh, pushing for. Um, it's very heavy loading, so bear with me on the delay here. It's it's coming to fruition, and it's it's a nice breath of fresh air, I think, for this space to have a marketplace like Hortable. It's going to gamify these projects because that's what the industry really lacks is is uh, tailored to the to the gamer itself mm. and gaming projects. Absolutely, uh, you just look at the stats and and just the eye appeal that this is going to bring. Um, super excited. The homepage, uh, all that. This is a user profile page. This is going to be uh, a lot more in depth um, after version one. Yeah. Um, for now, obviously, it's a unique user ID, so no one will be able to have yours. Yeah. So make sure you get on there as soon as possible to get your ID. Uh, if you don't want numbers in your, after your name, um, yeah, just like so, I need this kind of. Business there better not be any Dustin's to... listening to this and getting on before me. <laughs> yeah. Very upset. It's okay. I, I, I will. I will manually make sure that you have Dustin number one. Okay. Yes. So yeah, um, we're kind of just going over some stuff that we've seen now, but um, oh, let's go back. So this is an activity page, so you'll be able to, for example, track people's history of what they've done, if they've listed, what they bought, if they've sold. Maybe there is a specific um, uh, trader that you that you like that seems to be you know doing really nice flips profit wise. This gives you an incentive to be able to kind of track them and and, and kind of jump on board mm -hmm. with them as well. Um, which is always nice to do. Um, now, one thing, I, I, again, I wanted to go over, and I'll go back to the profile page to finalize that, is the, you know, these, this here. Now, let me explain. Um, you know, you've got big NFT marketplaces, like, for example, Looks Rare. Now, um, you know, personally, not, not a huge fan of them because they uh, there's a lot of rumors that they uh, faked uh, volume. Uh, on, on launch and I'm pretty sure that's been proven however they don't have things like this uh, you know the hidden folder now 
why would that be helpful to you if you can bear in mind when Hordable is obviously live and kicking, we've got lots of projects going. If, for example, you are someone with lots of nice NFTs, um, what you'll find is people will probably try and spam send you like fake NFTs or copies or clones or, you know, all sorts of advertisements, even things like um, like leaflets that you would be given in a street. Um, they do the same kind of format with NFTs as well. Um, so you'll be able to hide NFTs that you don't want people to see that you, you know, that you disregard as yours kind of thing. So it's given you that nice kind of user interface. Um, and also it can protect you and other people as well, because the last thing that you want to do is have any kind of involvement. If someone, if you're a, someone notable in the, in the NFT industry, for example, you have lots of NFTs and, um, you know, you want to be able to make sure that other people that are coming onto your profile don't accidentally click a link and mint something or, do you know what I mean? Um, there's you know plenty of avenues for people to take advantage of people and you know that's why we have you know dove dived into the nft scene we've i have myself uh been in like uh you know up and coming nft projects just because i want to experience that and it, it was from you know from my point of view it was from a, a business perspective because i want to go through that entire experience that that you guys will be going through soon and I wanted to experience it myself, the bits that I enjoyed, the bits I didn't enjoy. And what that did for me is that able, enabled me to um, improve on things that I think were, were lacking in my experience and um, replicate things that I thought was really exciting. And like, for example, one of the things I think is so exciting is, um, let me just go onto the collections page, one second. Hopefully this will load for us now. Fingers crossed, probably not going to because I said that. <laughs> um, Okay, I'm going to talk about it anyway, even though it's not on the page, is obviously we've got the uh, like floor prices and things like that as well. So um, when you do mint your Shinsei, there will be like a floor price for the Shinsei. Um, obviously, it will be in, 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 uh, it will be in uh, BUSD because that's where we're doing with our sales, but you'll be able to accurately see like the lowest floor prices. So it, it's a very strong possibility that you know the very lowest grade of of a, of a Shinsei, if if you know you you got the the very lowest kind of tiers and stats that you should at least be able to sell it for the price that you paid for it with the bottleneck kind of scenario that we're hoping for as well, and also to bear in mind that the legacy trademark of Shinsei is very important because there is a very finite amount of legacy Shinsei and there will be a lot of other Shinsei and regular Shinsei coming out as the game progresses. So um, the more time that passes with these legacy Shinsei, I would definitely recommend to hold on to some of them because, you know, in six months from now, legacy Shinsei are going to be like gold dust. Like, you know, yeah. if you've got 100,000 people playing the game, which obviously isn't, would be amazing, um, uh, and you've got only 6,000 Shinsei, legacy Shinsei in total, um, you know, that's a very minuscule amount compared to, to put, you know, the, the people that are playing, right? So, um, I think there's a nice ample opportunity for people to make some quick profits on the Shinsei flipping and also in the long term as well, um, which is always nice to be able to offer both of those to people. Um, but yeah, that's that's um, I think that's it from from me today. Um, yeah, yeah. I don't know if you want to bring our uh, cameras back onto the screen here Absolutely. because there's a loading loading screen on Twitch currently, which is <laughs> for now. Yeah. Okay. Right. We're back. Up. 
it has been a little bit longer of an AMA. So I, hopefully you guys digested some of the news. Uh, we are constantly working. Obviously, this is some big times for us as we're prepping for our uh, the Dow relaunch and the NFT sales. So we are working daily on the back end to make sure that everything goes as smooth as possible. Uh, obviously, you know, the market conditions are something that's uncontrollable, but at the end of the day, you know, I, blockchain games are in its infancy and they're only going to grow stronger and we're going to go stronger. Um, we appreciate all, everybody that's been here at the AMA. I know there's, you know, not as many people in here as we usually see. We're going to go ahead and get this on YouTube and, uh, you know, branch out and market this AMA because I do feel like there's a lot of important details that we covered. Um, hopefully you guys grab some of these announcements and mid-main notes. I think we'll go ahead and have a community member or, or I can uh, post kind of the key points that we covered here. Um, like always, guys, we, we appreciate you a ton. Um, we wouldn't be here doing this without you guys. And we're going to always remember the, the people that were here early uh, because in a few years, Sacred Tales is going to be a massive, massive community. And I, there's no doubt in my mind with the hard work and heart and dedication that we're putting into this. Uh, so thank you, Josh, for your time today in this AMA with us. Uh, we always enjoy doing them. The next one will probably be in preparation for the Dow relaunch, uh, just to kind of cover the bases on, on what we're going to accomplish uh, to make sure that we can support uh, you know the buy pressure as much as much as humanly possible but at the end of the day we're here to build a game and we're here for you guys uh so thank you so much josh is there anything else that you would like to add before we go ahead and close it oh, up oh i better not it's been an hour and a half i i, I think yeah. people have got a lot of things <laughs> I gotta, they want to go yeah, and do yeah, so we'll probably use the bathroom <laughs> uh, so thank you guys thank you guys so much we are you know always open if you have any questions concerns you know feel free to contact us uh community members uh, thank you all for your support. Until next time, guys, we'll see ya. Take care.